Hello, everybody. Welcome. Steve Wollenhouse here. I'm your host on Anatomy of Success, and I'm glad you joined us this week. This week, we talk about to be more passionate in life, do these five things. So glad you joined us. Let's get started. Welcome back again. This is Anatomy of Success, and I'm your host, Steve Wollenhouse. Welcome here for the first time. Glad you found us. Tell some friends, come back next week. If you've been here before, please rate, review the podcast. Everybody subscribe. We'll let you know when new episodes are released. And of course, head over to weatherology.com. That's my company page. Find the free Weatherology mobile app with international weather, radar, future forecast, precipitation tools, some tropical storm features coming online this year. My team is incredible. Only audio weather app in the world, incidentally, with real meteorologists in the app telling you the forecast for your specific location. Integrates into vehicles and at home through smart speakers. And then go to my About Us page, Steve Wollenhouse. You'll find me at the top, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram. Please follow along. We're doing some great things. And now dabbling a bit on Clubhouse, we'll talk about that. I've written some articles about that platform in particular, some concerns I have, but I do think there's some value there. We'll get into that at another date. For today, to be more passionate in life, do these five things. You know, many people attempt to simplify life lessons by creating cliches that seem so alluring, but they lack explicit instructions for discovering their efficacy or the validity of the idea. Finding your passion is one of those phrases that we frequently toss around, but many people still struggle to apprehend the power of cultivating passion. At Anatomy of Success, I advocate my four tenets of equanimity. One of those four areas is satisfying work, and it isn't something we find, folks. There's a big misconception about finding your purpose, finding your passion. People struggling with professional fulfillment, I believe, fall into the trap of believing meaningful work is something out there that they stumble into. And I make the argument meaningful work is something we actually create. And passion is often the end result of making decisions consistent with our value system. Most people seek wealth, status, power, aesthetic beauty instead of pursuing professions that ignite excitement and create inspiration. Research from Yale and Stanford universities suggests people should invest their time in areas of interest that enables us to explore our curiosities, which will lead to discovering passion, but cultivating passion at the same time over a prolonged period of time. So passion isn't a eureka moment like discovering gold. It's created through intention and exploration. People with great passion can make the impossible happen. I truly believe that. So here are some tips that can help us in our efforts to cultivate more passion. Number one, perception. Research has shown that people who possess a romantic rendition of love set off to discover the one, the one and only, the ideal companion, a soulmate forever uniquely qualified to satisfy their every need. As a result, their expectations are incredibly high, but limitations in the process are created. When these people encounter relationship adversity, they give up, they move on. Yeah, sound familiar? 50% divorce rate. That's what's happening here, I believe. People set off looking for Mr. or Mrs. Perfect, and they don't exist. 
The same thing applies to finding meaningful work. Many people give up way too soon based on their romantic idea of professional success. Ah, this is my ideal career. I'm going to make so much money. It's going to be great. I'm going to start a business. I'm going to be an entrepreneur. I'm going to drive a Lamborghini and have a massive house. It's going to be fantastic. Oh, that's right. I got to eat a shit sandwich every day for the next 10 years and do the stuff nobody wants to do while my friends are out having a great time and I'm here laboring away 16 hours a day. That's reality, but that's an accurate perception. Next, realistic. Many people that embrace the idea of finding your passion believe discovering your passion will make life easy. Simple. I found my passion. It's the golden ticket for success. Instead of developing tenacity, fortitude, perseverance, focus, these people are convinced discovering your passion results in endless excitement that is automatic versus the folks we just alluded to with tenacity, perseverance, focus. People with realistic expectations understand professional success requires experimentation, and it doesn't require one specific discovery that leads to professional fulfillment. Many careers have the potential to unlock our passions. We just have to go with what feels right, explore our curiosities, trust our instincts, and rely on our intuition, common sense, and critical thinking. And then move in the direction of what inspires our soul instead of following the advice of people that have our best interest at heart but really don't know what drives our heart. Next, motivation. People with a fixed mindset believe discovering your passion results in endless motivation inspired by a miraculous discovery. Everything is easy now. I found my passion. Subscribing to that way of thinking results in the belief that professional success requires limited struggle when we truly discover our passion. And that's not true. That belief assumes that finding our passion, cultivating passions, is the final outcome and the possibility of constant discovery is now off the table. And I can tell you firsthand, folks, I have this argument with people all the time about purpose. I'm still discovering my purpose at my age, and that's okay, and you should. Your passions and purpose purpose can change, and that's completely okay and totally acceptable. Passion will move people beyond themselves, beyond their shortcomings, beyond their failures, and then we keep moving forward. Next, behavior. Mindset changes behavior. Studies have shown there's two groups of people and they react very differently to reading the same article. One matched their personal goals and the other didn't. When the article didn't match a fixed mindset person's established idea of their goals, they lost focus. They lost interest. They expressed no more curiosity, no more willingness to make any changes or put forth any effort into the activity. The same experiment revealed people with an open mindset. They, on the other hand, looked for the opportunity to grow, to discover, to reinvent themselves when reading the same article. In a similar study, people were asked to watch a film on black holes in the universe, then read a complex report on the subject. Those with a fixed mindset found the material uninteresting, boring, based on the complexity of the topic. 
Those with an open mindset, on the other hand, stimulated their curiosity. They got more interested in the subject. They did further investigation, more research. Behavior, see that? Based on mindset, how different it can be when we have a fixed mindset versus a mindset that's more receptive to the possibility of personal growth. Next and finally, variable. Once we understand that life is a journey and professional success is not contingent upon one final discovery, we create the space necessary to start exploration and finding curiosities again. Many of those are buried deep back in our past because we've repressed those things because the people around us said, that's impractical. Come on. You don't want to be a musician. It's too competitive. Think about the sacrifices. Get the law degree. That's where the money is at. See what I'm talking about? Many people set off to pursue careers that provide the greatest compensation, the greatest perceived comfort. After eight years of studying medicine, they realized the practice of medicine wasn't as satisfying as they had hoped it would be. And I have a good friend, a best friend that did that. Got into the pharmaceutical business, pharmacy, eight years. Then he's in real estate. Guess what? Top real estate agent in Minnesota for over a decade, one of the top 50 in the country. So he said, you know what? Medicine isn't my bag. I'm going to do this instead. Career shift at age 30. Bingo. Hit it right on the bullseye. Should people surrender and keep being a doctor just because they think it's the right thing to do or be open to the possibility that something is yearning, that pursuing another path without believing that they can possibly achieve success in that area and refusing to admit that, you know what, it might be a struggle, it might be starting over, but the long-term benefits might be so rewarding, I'm going all in. We need to be variable in life and appreciate that life needs to be flexible. According to Albert Einstein, I have no special talents. I am only passionately curious. Hope you enjoyed this episode of Anatomy of Success. I'm your host, Steve Willenhouse. Hope you come back next week. Until then, let's stay focused, let's stay positive, and let's stay optimistic.